In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Last Sunday, uh, we looked at Genesis chapter 12, and we discovered in Genesis chapter 12 that God's journey of faith began with a call to a man named Abraham. You remember Abraham, right? He was a man called a friend of God. Abraham, uh, in chapter 12, we see this journey of faith begins with him as he uh, is asked by God to leave his homeland and go to an unknown land, which we know as the promised land. It was a promise from God to Abraham. And in chapter 12 of Genesis, you see God's covenant that he made with Abraham, that he was going to take Abraham and he was going to make him into a great nation, a great nation. And we learned about Abraham that we know that when God spoke to him, uh, it says that he believed God. He believed God. Do you believe God this morning? Do you believe God for what you're going through? The Bible says that Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was known as a friend of God. He was called a friend of God. And the Bible tells us that Abraham is the father of our faith. And our takeaway from last Sunday, our takeaway uh, we learned uh, really comes from God speaking these words to Abraham. The very first words that Abraham, um, that God spoke to Abraham, those words he said were, I want you to leave and I want you to go. In other words, as God's people, we got to be ready to move when God says move and that requires faith. And we have to be willing. Here's the takeaway. We have to be willing, every one of us, all of us, have to be willing to trust God and leave our comfort zone to be able to walk in the purposes and the plan of God. We have to, listen, in other words, we have to trust God in this journey called life. And I hope that each and every one of you are trusting God today through his son, Jesus Christ, that your faith is in him because we learned last week that we're not saved by good works and we're not saved uh, any other way but only through the blood of the lamb Jesus Christ the one who died on the cross for us aren't you grateful that Jesus is the way uh, to salvation through the work of the cross and so we praise the Lord for that well today I wanted to speak to you just for a few minutes on uh, as we continue talking about this journey of faith if you were doing your reading this week and I know everybody was doing their reading I know you did your homework and you were, you were reading in Genesis, all of us together were reading in Genesis. Well, this week, you should have kind of brought it all to a close, and we should have all finished the book of Genesis. And now this upcoming week, we're going to start with the next book called Exodus. But at the very end of Genesis, we see a powerful story about a, the life of a man named Joseph. And he was on a journey of faith as well, just like Abraham was. He was on a journey of faith, but listen to me. Joseph reminds us that when we're on this journey, on this journey of faith, that sometimes in life there's going to be some detours along the way. Can I get an amen there? That sometimes as you go on this journey of life, walking in faith, there's going to be some detours, but the detours can lead to destiny. And that's the good news today, that our detours can lead us to our destiny, and that's the title of my message, Detours 
to destiny. Now let me ask you this question real quick before I get into my scripture here. How many of you have ever heard of this man? He's a very famous TV entertainment star named Simon Cowell. Have you ever heard of Simon Cowell? Raise your hand. He, he's the judge on America's uh, Got Talent. He's uh, had to show uh, American Idol. Uh, you either like him or you don't like him. And, uh, and I know you're familiar with him, but he's, he's very rich, and he's, he's uh, written a book, and uh, he made a lot of money in his lifetime through uh, his hard work. And he's a very interesting character if you begin to uh, read about him. Uh, did you know that Simon Cowell, uh, that he sleeps to uh, almost lunchtime every day? And once he gets up, he watches an hour's uh, worth of Flintstone cartoons. <laughs> Sounds like my 16-year-old son. <laughs> no, not really. But he gets up around noon and he watches cartoons and he's a major health nut. He takes all these vitamins and he works out and does all these things, yet he smokes. So he's kind of different. But he wrote a book and in his book he said that he had learned some very hard lessons in life. He wrote that at the very beginning of his career he always dreamed of being famous and having a great fortune. So he started working uh, with this film company there uh, close by his home. And did you know this? By his late 20s, Simon Cowell was already a millionaire in his late 20s. But here's what he didn't expect to happen. He didn't expect the economy to collapse. And what happened was Simon Cowell lost his business. And not only lost his business, he lost everything that he had. He said in his book that uh, his world of fame and fortune came crashing down and he lost everything, but through that, he was taught some very valuable lessons in life. He taught that, you know what, it's okay, you can start over again. And he also said that the main lesson that he learned from losing everything was every negative leads to a positive. Every negative leads to a positive. In other words, every detour leads to a destiny. Every detour leads to a destiny. And we see that in the life of Joseph how God can take negatives in our life and how he can turn them into positives. Aren't you grateful that God can do that? Has he done it for you more than once? I know he has for me, how he can take those detours in our life and use them as positives. For the sake of time, I'm gonna go ahead and skip over to verse 41, verses 38 through 34. Now, Joseph had a lot of detours in his life but he also fulfilled God's destiny for his life. And I want to read to you here really at the kind of working toward the end of his life and how he was flowing in his destiny with God. So in Genesis chapter 41, verses 38 through 44, Pharaoh's been moved to Egypt. I mean, Joseph has been moved to Egypt for a lot of different reasons. We're going to talk about those in a minute. But Pharaoh comes to him, and after Joseph gives great wisdom about how to help them through a time of famine, Pharaoh says this, he says, I asked them, can we find anyone like this man, speaking of Joseph, whom is the spirit of God? And then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there's no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. And then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and he put it on Joseph's finger. And he dressed him in robes of fine linen 
and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in a chariot at his second in command and men shouted before him, make way. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Verse 44, it says, Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift a hand or a foot in all of Egypt. A man who went from detours to a man who went to destiny. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word that does not return void. I pray right now for your anointing, God. I thank you for your presence here. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move upon each and every one of us, take control of our thoughts, minds, and hearts, God, and just be glorified, Jesus, in everything that we do. God Almighty, speak to your people today. God, bring some people out of detours today, God, and bring them to destiny. God, turn some negatives into positives today, oh God, all for your glory. We pray in the name of Jesus, and everybody said amen. 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 So we look at the life of Joseph and we can look at three things really. We can look at his dreams, his detours, and his destiny. Now you know that's a preacher that can do that. Dreams, detours, and destiny. So we look here and you have to go all the way back to Genesis chapter 37 and you'll find that Joseph had these dreams. Do y'all remember reading that this week? Say yes. Hallelujah. You read about those dreams. You know there was the the bundle of uh, stalks there that uh, Joseph dreamed about that his would stand tall and the the other uh, brothers, theirs was going to bow down. Can you imagine how they liked that dream? And then he says, if that dream's not good enough for you, I got another dream for you. I dreamed the other night that the the sun and the moon and the 11 stars are going to bow down. And then he got his brothers all riled up again. He got his mom and daddy all riled up. He says, you mean to tell me we're going to bow down to your authority? I don't think so. So those dreams there uh, that Joseph had were powerful and they were from the Lord because whether you know it or not, they came true. They came true. Those dreams came true. And we have dreams and Joseph had dreams. But what? here's the thing I want to spend some time on this morning. What Joseph didn't see in his dreams, what he didn't see in all those dreams was the detours he was going to have to take in life. And we're like Joseph. We can all have these dreams and we can all have these plans of how we think life should work out. And we got this, this picture painted of how things are going to go the rest of our life. But what we sometimes don't factor in, there's going to be detours along the way. That's just the truth, friend. You don't have to go looking for the detours. The detours come your way. And there's going to be detours along the way. What are detours? Detours are unexpected events or turns in our life. Have you ever been on a detour before, friend? Come on. You've been on detours Detours can be troubles and and trials and tests that we encounter in life and and they're going to come. Jesus actually said that there's going to be trouble in this world. So there's going to be detours that we face, trouble and trials and tests that we encounter in life. How many of you have ever been driving on a uh, trip before and you're going to a place that maybe you've never been or you're going to a place that you've been before and you come up to that sign that says detour. How do you feel? It makes me mad. <laughs> I don't like a detour. We don't like detours because detours will take us off the normal route that we normally travel. Detours 
can cause us to be late. Detours can cause delays in our life. Detours can cause you to be disappointed and, and to become discouraged in life. Hey, listen, detours can take you to some places that you've never traveled before, maybe some places you never even wanted to go before. But that's what detours will do. They'll take you to some places you've never traveled. Listen, detours are going to happen in life those unexpected events that we never saw coming, those unexpected turns in life that make no sense. And some of you have walked through the doors this morning and you're on a detour right now. You're on a detour in life. You've been traveling along this journey and then all of a sudden here comes a detour Maybe it's a health detour. Uh, maybe you went in and you didn't think the doctor was going to be calling you back that afternoon for you to come in because there was a test that didn't turn out good. Or, or maybe you're on a job detour. Uh, you're, you're, you're headed to work and then you go to work one day and you find out there is no job for you. Maybe you're on a, a marriage detour and things have become broken. Maybe you're on a family detour and it just seems like you, your family's in turmoil. Or maybe you're in a spiritual detour this morning and, and you're out there and you're wandering in the wilderness and wandering in the wilderness and wondering when you're ever going to get that breakthrough and wondering when you're ever going to get into that promise from God. People today are traveling on detours. And Joseph, he was on a detour in his life and he ran into some major detours. Even this man, the Bible says, if you read about Joseph, that the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. You read that many times through his life, but even with the Lord being with him, he was still faced with some detours in his life. One of the detours that Joseph was on was his own brothers. His own brothers, they hated him and wanted to kill him. Now listen to me. Please listen carefully. If your family has a hit out on you, you've got some problems. I'm just letting you know. He had, a, he had a detour there that his family wanted to kill him, but instead of killing him, they decided they would, they would betray him. His family betrayed him, and they sold him into Egyptian slavery at the age of 17, and he ends up in Egypt. He ends up as a slave in Egypt, and, and he finds uh, success there, and he's recognized that he has favor on his life, and he's promoted to uh, to Potiphar's house and he's a servant there and he's put in charge of Potiphar's house and y'all know what happened there. You read it this week. He was falsely accused of rape and because he was falsely accused of rape, uh, Potiphar throwed him into prison and not only was he thrown into prison but he was forgotten in prison. He was thrown in prison but not only thrown in prison but the people he helped, they forgot him. Wouldn't you say Joseph had been on some detours in life? If I were Joseph, I'd have been talking to the Lord. Can I just have one good day, please? Have you ever had that conversation? Can, Lord, can you give me just a break today? Give me, please give me one good day that there's no detours in my life. I would greatly appreciate it, Lord. And that's the conversation that we have sometimes. We've all been there where it seems like everything in the world is coming against us. Do you ever feel like everything in the world is coming against you? I was counseling someone this past week and uh, man, you got to really be prayed up when you counsel people. And she began telling me all these things that were going on in her life and, and the brokenness and the pain and, 
and began to tell me all these events that were all taking place. And then she, she looked at me and she said, but you don't probably have to worry about stuff like that in your family, do you? I said, no, everything's wonderful and perfect in my family. Yeah, we're like leave it to beaver family over there. I said, no, ma'am. I said, listen, I don't care who you are, friend. It, all of us go through detours in life. And, and Joseph, he went through detours, and all of us are going to have those times we go through detours in life. And listen, here's the truth. I, I promise you there's going to be some hope here at the end. We're all going to be filled with troubles at times, and there's going to be trials, and there's going to be turmoil in our life. And listen, I don't want to stand up here today and tell you that I know all the answers. I don't pretend to know all the answers. I don't understand why things uh, happen in life. I don't understand why certain people go through detours and it comes out a different way than what other people. I, I don't know why you have sickness in your body this morning. I don't know why so-and-so was healed and the other one wasn't healed. I, I don't know why your loved one died at such an early age. I, I don't know why uh, your spouse uh, and you are broken right now and you're left alone to, to be the breadwinner and to provide for your family. I don't know why you were hurt in life. I don't know why you were abused sexually in life. I don't know why you were the one that was laid off and everybody else kept their job. We can ask why, why, why all day long. But all I know is, is the Lord promises to work all things out for the good. He promises to work all things out for the good. Can we say amen to that? Hallelujah. He promises, he promises to take negatives and turn them into positives. He promises to take detours and turn them into destiny. I promise you he will do that. And here's what we need to remember today. This is where I'm going to start just teaching a little bit. So I really want you to pay attention because if you apply these things to your life, you're going to be a lot better off uh, walking on this journey of faith when you encounter those detours. Listen to me, friend. Detours happen for a reason. Detours happen for a reason. We may not know why they happen, but I can tell you they happen for a reason. And we need to know how to respond when the detours come. You don't need to do like I do and pull up to the detour sign and start talking to it. <laughs> Blowing the horn at it. You need to know how to respond when they come and the Bible teaches us how to respond. Did you know the Bible teaches us that detours, they're there for a reason and the reason detours are there is because they produce perseverance, they produce patience and they produce praise. Now, I find that in Romans, in the New Testament, Paul said in Romans chapter 5, he said this, listen to this, Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Write that verse down. You can go back later and look at it. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Paul said this, that we also glory in our tribulation. He says we glory. We glory in our tribulation. He says knowing that tribulation produces what? Perseverance and perseverance, character, and character produces hope. So there's a reason for the detour that you may be on in your life right now. Romans chapter 12, verse 12, you can write it down. The Bible, Paul says, he says, be patient, be patient in affliction. If you look at our prayer signs out there in the hallway, that verse is there. Be patient in tribulation. So detours produce perseverance, patience, and praise, and God wants to use those detours 
to bring that kind of character out of your life so he can make you ready for the destiny he has for you. So God shows us how to respond. Listen to me. We should respond with perseverance. When we're going through a detour in life, we should respond with perseverance. Listen, Joseph could have gave up on God. He had every reason to be mad at God. He had every reason to turn away from God and go another way. I mean, it's one thing right after the other. Detour, detour, detour. But he doesn't give up. He remained faithful. He trusted God through every detour in his life. And we have to do the same thing, friend. Listen to me. You have to keep trusting God no matter what detours you're going through right now. We have to keep trusting God. Listen, don't quit. Don't give up. Keep trusting in Jesus. Listen, stay in the fight. Stay on course. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And I promise you, he's going to bring you through that detour. He's going to do it. Because he loves you. And we need to make sure that we remain faithful. Don't give up. The Bible says endure to the end. Listen, I know you're tired of being on your knees, crying out for your family. I know you're tired of feeling like the, the weight of the world is on you, but don't quit, friend. Remain faithful, faithful. God, you keep giving me that word. Listen, friend, remain faithful. Don't quit, don't give up. God, I cannot herald it enough to you, friend, because I know the battles that many of you are going through right now. Listen, don't you quit, friend. You keep praising the Lord and you keep persevering. Hallelujah. So we got to make sure that we respond with perseverance. Respond with perseverance. Don't give up. Secondly, I want to tell you that we should respond with patience. We need patience to overcome detours in life. How many of you struggle with patience don't raise your hand. If you're going to, listen, you got to have patience to overcome the detours. And I want to give you a definition of patience. Listen, you want to write this down, go ahead and write it down because this is a good word for you. Patience is keeping your heart right with God while you're waiting. Let me say it again. Patience is keeping your heart right with God while you're waiting. Patience is keeping your heart right with God while you're waiting. Like what you do when you're waiting in the drive-thru at McDonald's. Like what you do when you're waiting in line to check out at Walmart. Your heart's right with God, right? Your heart's right with God? Listen, if, you are, if you're struggling with patience this morning... Please don't get behind me in the McDonald's drive-thru because the car in front of me, they're ordering something that's not even on the menu. They're asking for shrimp or they want to know when the McRib is going to come back. And my, I would not do good at a place like that because I'd be like, do you see it on the menu? And by the way, what is it anyway? What is the McRib? Who knows? If you struggle with patience, listen, if you struggle with patience this morning, don't get behind me in line at the ATM at the bank because the car in front of me, they're at the ATM taking out a, a, a bank account and applying for a home loan right there at the ATM. <laughs> and there's 25 in front of them that's all got a separate ATM card and they're getting ready to do a transaction. If you struggle with patience, please don't get behind me at the bank. I've had some rough goes at the bank. I drove off from the bank in Goldsboro. You know that little clear tube that comes down that little chute? I drove off with it one day. 
The people behind me had a lot of patience. So I drove off, got out there and turned around and realized, hey, I got this clear tube in the car. I mean, it's cool. And then when I came back around and pulled up back there to put it back in the little chute, I got the stare of doom from a lot of people. <laughs> Don't get behind me. Listen, if you struggle with pay, pay, listen, patience is keeping your heart right with God while you're waiting. And some of you have been waiting for a long time. Man, some of you are still waiting. You're, you're still waiting to come off of this detour. And you're wondering when it's ever going to change. Let me just tell you, friend, keep, keep your heart right with God while you're waiting. Don't, don't give up, but keep your heart right with God. Listen, Joseph waited in prison. He waited in prison two years, but he never gave up hope. And some of us are about to lose hope today because the detours are taking too long. And here's my reply. Listen, sometimes you have to wait on God so God can do only what God can do. You see, Joseph was in there trying to manipulate some things with these guys in prison and said, you know, when you go back, you just remember me, you know, remember me. But God says, you know what? I don't need your help, Joseph. You just need to wait a little bit longer and let me do what only I can do. And that's what we have to do. We have to wait on God. And it takes patience to wait on God. And we have to make sure that we're keeping our faith in the Lord. Listen, some of you are in a waiting period this morning and the devil is trying to trick you and tell you that God has forgotten you. Let me just tell you this morning, the Lord has not forgotten you. He remembers you. He sees you. He knows what you're going through. He's right there for you, friend. The Lord is not gonna forget you. Friends may forget you. Family may forget you. But Jesus Christ will never forget you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to also not only respond with patience, but we also need to respond with praise. We need to respond with praise when we get detoured in life. The Bible, if you read it there, it says Joseph, he, was the, he gave God all the glory. Joseph gave God all the glory. Even while he's in prison, even while he's being falsely accused, Joseph is always giving God the glory, even through his troubles and even through his trials. And when people, listen to me, friend, when you begin to praise the Lord while you're on your detour, do you know how much that touches people when they see you praising the Lord? When people know that you're going through tough times and they see your hands up praising Jesus or they see your mouth opening up and praising Jesus, I'm telling you right now, that, that's more powerful than any sermon that I will ever preach. When you look around and you see people that are on detours in their life and they're about to fall apart and they still got them hands up and they're still saying, thank you, Jesus. That's powerful. Man, I look up here this morning and, I, and, and I'm not trying to embarrass anybody and I'm not trying to uh, rehash some things, but I see Kenton up here singing that song that Jesus, it is you. And just a few months ago, he lost his brother, he lost his brother, uh, Kevin, and then I think about uh, ones here in the, in, the, uh, in the choir, and I'm thinking, man, there's somebody with their hands lifted up, and just a few weeks ago, they're getting chemo and radiation, and people that are going through brokenness, but they still got their hands up, and they're still praising the Lord. Friend, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And the world is looking at you, and they wonder, why in the world have you not cursed God yet? They look at it, why aren't you mad and why aren't you bitter? I mean, look what those people did to you. They put you in prison. They lied about you. They hurt you. Why aren't you mad and bitter? Why haven't you gave up? And my response is this, because God is faithful. 
and God is a God who forgave me and he, I can help for, he can help me forgive others. God is my helper and God is transforming me. Even through life's detours, we can praise the Lord. Paul said, glory in your tribulation. Glory in your tribulation. God help us to give God praise on the detour. The Bible says that the Lord was with Joseph in prison. Aren't you grateful that God is with us on our detours? He's with us on our detours. You're never alone. He's never going to abandon you. He's never going to leave you. He's going to be there. And we can praise him today for his presence because he's a faithful God. And Joseph knew it. Joseph had a helper every time he went through a detour. He knew he had a friend in Jesus. He knew he had a companion. He knew he had a helper. And God promises he never will leave us nor forsake us. Aren't you grateful for that? We need to praise the Lord for his faithfulness and praise the Lord for his compassion and praise the Lord for his power and praise the Lord for who he is. And that's what Joseph did. We can praise the Lord because he's our very present help in time of trouble. Man, I hope that's encouraging to you. You gotta remember that when you're on that detour, he's that very, he, he's that very present help. He's right there. He's right there and he's gonna help you. He's gonna, he's gonna give you some direction. He's gonna be with you. He's gonna bring you through those unexpected events and turns in life and you're gonna come out on the other side and it's gonna produce perseverance and it's gonna produce patience and it's gonna give you praise and it's gonna change your character and it's gonna give you hope because you're gonna see the hand of God at work in your life. And it led Joseph to his destiny. Joseph went through detours in life that took him to his destiny. You remember what he told his brothers at the end of Genesis? 13 years later, how many of you have been waiting more than 13 years? Some of you have for God to do this or God to do that. 13 years later, he looks at his brothers and he says, you know what God's purpose was? You know what my destiny? I was destined to be here in this place. I was destined to go through every detour. And that has produced in me something that has uh, helped me arrive in my destiny. And God's purpose was to place me here so I could be used to save my family from the famine. Hallelujah. To save a nation. That was his destiny, to save his people, to save a nation. And then he turned around and said to his brothers when Jacob died, his father, and they were all afraid that Joseph was going to take revenge. You remember what he said? Listen, what you meant for evil, God meant it for good. Detour to destiny. Negative to positive. Listen to me, I'm, I'm about to finish. God can take those painful moments in our life and he can use them for his purpose and to take us to our destiny. Do you know there's a lady in our church that just a couple of years ago, I was talking to her last week, and her son was tragically killed in a car accident while he was in high school. And there's been a struggle there. I mean, I can't even imagine the pain that she's going through and her family's going through of losing that son. Some of you know that pain. And she began to talk to me, and I've kind of seen God doing some things in her life. And, and she told me, she said, you know what? I lost my son in that car wreck, and it's been a pain that I would not wish on anybody. 
She says, but through this pain, God is beginning to speak to me and reveal to me that he wants to use me and give me a purpose to go out and to be able to minister to families that are going through the same thing. And she says, I want you to know, I want to be used in this church. I want to be used in the community. If you know anybody that's going through uh, these kind of painful moments in their life, let me know because I can relate, I can talk to them, and I can be there with them to help them through what they're going through. Friend, God can take our pain and he can turn it into a purpose. And that's what he's doing through this lady's life here. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come and help me. We have to deal with pain before we can have a purpose. And that is the truth. And that's part of why we go on detours. So God can help us to arrive at our destiny. Listen to me, friend. God has a destiny for each and every one of you in here. Young man, young lady, whoever, I don't care who you are, how old you are, God has a destiny for you. And he's got a plan, a dream for you, and he wants to use you in a mighty way. Don't you ever think anything different because God has designed you and created you to bring glory to him. Let me ask you this morning, are you on a detour? Are you running from God? Oh, God. Stop running, please. Please stop running. Lord, please help my family, my my brothers to stop running. Help husbands to stop running. Help, Help wives to stop running. Help our children, our grandchildren to stop running. The first thing that you need to do to come off of that detour is to make sure that you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Have you done that? Have you done that? Are you trusting in Jesus? Are you following Jesus? Because he's the one that's going to help you come through that break, that detour in life and bring you to the destiny that he has called for you. And I want to tell you, friend, listen, I don't care who you are. God is not finished with you yet. You, you may be going around detour after detour after detour. I just want to tell you right now, don't you give up, don't you lose hope, friend, because there's always hope with Jesus. And he wants to bring you off that detour today. But it starts by you surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. Have you made that commitment to the Lord today? I'm not going to assume everybody in here is saved. I don't, only you and the Lord know. And I pray the Holy Spirit right now is speaking to your heart, convicting your heart. If you need Jesus, I pray that today would be the day of salvation for you. Please don't leave out of here. Without Jesus. And making things right with him. I would dare to say this morning that some of you are on some detours. Can I just encourage you to keep persevering, to stay patient, and to make sure you keep your praise with the Lord. Keep praising Him even while you're going on these detours in life. And I promise you, He's going to help you. And we want to pray for you this morning. There's people here today that are on some major, major detours in their life. I don't want to ask anybody to raise their hand because just like I told that lady, we all have detours. We all have things in our life that we need God to help us with. Would you stand with me, please? I 
I just want to remind you before we have the altar call right now. Please listen to me. God is in control on every turn that you go through. He's not caught by surprise. He's, he, he, he's not blinded by what's going on. He's not forgotten you. He's not going to forsake you. Listen, he sees you right where you are, and he's going to be with you. He's with you everywhere you go, and he's going to work it out, friend. He's going to work it out. He's going to work it out. He's going to work it out. And he's going to transform you while he's doing it. And you're going to be promoted to another level just like Joseph was. Hallelujah. Would everybody bow your heads, please? Nobody look.